0: To the Unapologetically Me podcast with your host, Ian White, life fulfillment coach who helps people get out of their own way so they can live the life they were meant to. Welcome everybody to the Unapologetic to Me podcast. My name's Ian White, your life fulfillment coach and the president of Coaching Deconstructed. And I coach coaches. I coach other people of influence, people who want to make a difference in the world and people who want to take a leap from living the life that they currently live to one that excites them, turns them on, lights them up. And um, the reason I do that is because I did that myself. I made that leap uh, a couple of years ago, three years ago. Oh my goodness, almost three years ago, I took that leap. And uh, as scary as it's been, it has been the best decision of my life. So if you're interested in working with me, uh, having a conversation with me to, to, to um, help you unearth where you want to take your life, I'd be happy to have a conversation with you, uh, and you can contact me at info at coachian.com or reach me through my website at coachingdeconstructed.com. And I recently received an email from um, from a listener of this podcast, and she asked me a question specifically about my leap, and how did I know that I was making the right decision, and I thought about it quite a bit over the past uh, few days because it really was a, a big turning point in my life. But it just felt right. So if, if there's one, <laughs> and that's probably the best way I can describe it, is it just felt right. I, I needed to, to make a change. Um, and if I back up through my story, I, I believe I would have eventually made this move no matter what. Because the more I did things that weren't in alignment with who I was, the more I continued down a path that was further and further from who I really am, the more uncomfortable I got, the more frustrated I got, the more tension and stress and confrontation I would have outside of the workplace and in the workplace because I wasn't enjoying what I was doing. But that wasn't the case when I first started out in that career path. I was a property manager and I was in that field, in that ballpark field, whatever, for about 12 years. Architecture, property management. And through my life, I acquired some experience um, that forced me to look down a different path. I had some significant relationship challenges that Caused me to look at myself differently, my decisions differently. And in that process, I discovered coaching. And in the process of discovering coaching, I realized that I really liked it. I liked the fact that it got people out of the rut that they were in. I loved the fact that it although maybe you would dip into the past to see what was going on, you would focus on the present and the future. You would focus on what you could do today, tomorrow, next week in order to live a better life. I loved that positive momentum, that, that growing, that development and that willingness to move forward. That willingness to look at, at yourself and look at what you're doing and look at where you really wanna be help get clarity, help get focus, and figure out which, which bite-sized pieces you wanted to tackle to move forward. I absolutely loved that aspect. So I ended up taking a online program over the course of about two years to learn how to coach, to get trained and the more and more i got involved in the coaching and doing it at night and and taking on the odd client i knew i wanted to be involved with that more often so i took a year off i took a one year sabbatical from my federal government job to give it a shot and i had no idea what i was doing other than i liked coaching and i thought it would be kind of cool to do I thought this would be, I mean, I think I thought it was going to be an easier path. But during that time, during my year off, only a couple months into it, actually, my daughter was born prematurely. About six and a half weeks. And there was a lot of time spent at the hospital at the beginning, and a lot of time um, supporting my wife in, in, in taking care of, our baby and that took a lot of time and energy and I think to a certain extent it got in the way of me doing my coaching and trying to launch a business so I went back to the federal government after my year was up but when I went back I wasn't happy about going back I found myself getting more frustrated again more unhappy i would get up later i would snooze and i would snooze and i would snooze i wasn't enjoying myself there so i noticed that i would start looking for more opportunities something that would be different something that would be exciting something that would be helpful for me to move forward and i just so happened to to get an assignment to do some really cool work, some some coaching within the government. And I got a chance to do that for a few months. And I loved that aspect of it. I got to, I got to work for the government and coach and teach other managers how to coach. And that was great. I loved that. But then that budget got cut and half that department was let go and I was one of those people, people who was let go and I went back to my home department doing again something that I didn't like and I couldn't take it anymore. I had to leave. I knew my long-term fulfillment had nothing to do with being in the federal government system doing what others wanted me to do I needed to branch out on my own and I needed to leave it all behind. I knew it in my gut. I knew it in my heart. Did I know what I was doing? Not really. Other than it felt way better to leave and to pursue what I was passionate about and what I knew I was good at. So I guess what I want to highlight in my story here about making my decision was that You are constantly being given signals and insights from whatever you want to call it, the universe, from spirit, from source, from your guides, from nature, whatever it is that you believe in from a spiritual standpoint. You are constantly be giving signals. Signals to help you align with where you are and where you want to go. And I was getting all kinds of signals that it's time to move on. So when I got bounced out of that assignment, um, that four-month assignment that I had or whatever it turned out to be, six months, when I got bounced out of that, I went back to my, my home department. It was like being thrown into a pot of boiling water, and I could not take it anymore. I needed to leave. I got a taste of what it was like to get paid, get paid well and to coach and to do it on a regular, more regular basis. And when I was sent back to a place where I had to kind of put that aside and do other work that wasn't meaningful to me, it was too painful. Didn't feel good. It was unmotivating and I was frustrated. So I knew I needed to quit. So I knew I was making the right decision and I guarantee if I stuck around any longer I just would have got more frustrated, more upset m- hit snooze button way more m- way many more times so my environment my opportunities were all pointing in the direction of becoming a coach and becoming uh, doing that as a full-time gig. So I followed that direction, I followed those signs, and although it hasn't been maybe the straightest route uh, with as big a successes as I would have wished I had had or wish I would have at this moment in time, I know I'm on the right path. And I know I'm always being given signs and direction and support to help me make better decisions and to do what I need to do. So you're always being given that guidance. So notice your frustrations, notice what's showing up, notice the opportunities that are being presented to you and listen to them. And uh, trust that what feels best is on path for you. There's an analogy that that Esther Hicks uses uh, quite a bit in, in her teachings on YouTube and she refers to the rumble strips on the road. So you know that if you get close to the edge of the road or close to the middle of the road, you hit some, like, it's like a set of bumps that kind of vibrate through the car. It's like a raw, raw, raw when you roll over them. I do it kind of for fun sometimes with the kids in the car because they hate the sound. <clears throat> but those are there to help you, guide you in the right direction. So n- notice in your life where you start getting frustrated with something or things aren't feeling so good, it's kinda like the rumble strips trying to direct you back on path. That's what they're there for. And that's what the discomfort that you have in your life is there for as well, It's to help you, guide you towards what feels better, what's smoother, what's on path. So don't worry about whether or not you're making the right decision. Because you're always going to be given opportunities to decide and to make that decision. Don't force yourself to make that decision today or tomorrow. Wait until it feels right. And know that you're going to be given guidance via rumble strips in your life. There was another situation that kind of showed up in my life last week that I I thought was interesting. And kind of runs a parallel with making good decisions and making sure you're on the right path, the right path for you. And it's noticing how you feel inside when circumstances come up, challenges are put in front of you, or opportunities are placed in front of you. And I was in the midst of creating this brand new package that I planned to put out to distribute my my practices, the ones that I use with all of my clients, the ones that I find the most helpful for them, the ones that I find the most helpful for me and that I've used in my life. And, I, and by the way, I'll be launching something with that probably next week. So uh, pay attention. Uh, I'll be distributing uh, links for that as well. But I was so excited about what I was producing and getting ready to do my videos and whatnot. And then I got this text message or, or a Facebook message, Messenger message from someone who asked me to do a goal-setting workshop and she asked me if I do those and I was like yeah yeah of course I do that and although I was excited that I was being asked to do something I was nervous about it at the same time and I wondered what that was all about and I, I dropped everything I was doing of the project that I was really excited about of you know distributing my practices and making those available to the public and i started focusing on that goal workshop that i could do with for this for this person and i noticed that i was trying to <laughs> i was trying to find old material and what what i thought i should be doing to satisfy them and are they going to get where i'm coming from cuz my ideas of goal setting has changed a lot over the past i want to say year or so And I realized I was taken right out of the flow. I started being somebody that I wasn't. I started trying to conform to what I thought somebody would want from me. And it had me stressed out for the better part of that day. I was trying to find info and trying to figure out how I could fit myself into what I thought she would want. And then I realized, if I conform and try to produce something for somebody else that's not me, not 100% authentic with who I am, I'm false advertising myself. And I'm not going to be known for who I am and what I bring to the table if I start if I continue to use other people's stuff. <laughs> kind of like if I was putting an online profile out there for dating and I decided to, you know, write down what I thought everybody else would want from me to get, you know, get more hits, get more people to like me oh, I love having long walks on the beach and I love football when I really don't like these things. It's false advertising. It's going to attract in the wrong crowd. It's going to attract in the wrong people for who I want to serve. So I was able to, a few days later, have a conversation with that person who asked me would I do these workshops. And I started to outline the real me, the authentic me, the unapologetically me, if you if you like, of how I saw goals now and what I believe is necessary in that process now. Not what I would have used last year, not what I would have used in other contexts, but something that really fits and suits me today. And that felt good. Now, I don't know if this person is going to want to hire me after that, and that's fine. But the, the fact that I stood up for myself, stood up for my beliefs, and stood up for what I want to stand behind, that felt awesome. And that felt good. That was a great decision for me. So notice what's feeling good for you, what's not feeling good for you, and do what feels right. I guarantee you'll make way better decisions in your life than you currently are out of fear for what might happen or what could be or what others will think of you. You need to align with what feels good for you and to offer that. So that's all that's that's what making the right decision is all about. It's personal to you and you will know best whether or not that was the best decision because it's going to feel good you're going to feel at ease with yourself you're going to feel a calmness inside and don't worry if you make a quote-unquote wrong decision because you'll get more opportunities to make that course correction down the road if and when it's required so don't stress about it everything is working out for you always so I think I'm going to leave it there as far as making making decisions. Like I said, I've got a, a new set of practices that that I'm going to be sharing with you, distributing in a new way. I'm creating a, a PDF document along with an explanation or explanatory video that you'll be able to um, that you'll be able to download. And I can't wait. And I'm pretty sure I'll have them. I'll have it up and ready to download probably sometime next week so keep an eye out for that and i want to make a special thank you for uh for the question that came in on making good decisions it's questions like these that come from you that inspire me to continue to do this show and to know that i'm on track doing what i need to do to help the people who i'm here to serve so thank you so much for that have a great week everybody and you will Thanks for listening to the Unapologetically Me podcast with Ian White, Life Fulfillment Coach.